Hey, I'm Christian Cruz, and this is my attempt to start another podcast. I've been calling it, in a concept, more to it. Reason being, there's always more to the conversation, there's always more to the topic, and I think it resonated really well with how, in general, I'm having conversations with people, and the way I want to explore conversations with people. And it might start out a bit more as a audio diary journal kind of thing where I'll talk about different topics I've been either encouraged to talk about or things that just keep coming up for me, keep coming back in different capacities, whether that be in my work, in my private life or in my community. Right now, you might hear a little bit of wind. I'm sitting at Mount Pinos in California. Just been camping solo. Um, just had a nice long trail run and thought this would be the perfect time to do it. So, I have a couple of podcast heroes just in, and so you might uh, see some resemblance to the style or as I'm experimenting, but. One of the big ones these days is Chris Ryan. His podcast, Tangentially Speaking, is so well done. And the guy just, uh, yeah, he, I, I resonate with a lot of what he's saying and the way he's approaching life. So um, definitely an inspiration for, for this part as well. Um, so um, part of what I do, so I'm a, a coach. And I got, I got, I got coaching from the UC Berkeley Institute of Executive uh, Coaching, and it really resonated with me in the way I show up for my practice and for for the people I work with and and um, the approach. I'm also on a ICF path because that's a whole separate topic to go into in terms of certification and being in America as a foreigner. Um, coming from a different educational system and how people over here looks at look at things on a piece of paper like shiny objects certifications titles very differently from where where I come from in like Denmark and in general European culture of education anyways um the f- yeah as I said that's a whole topic I want to go into at some point um and there's some some times to what I want to discuss today and just explore a little bit. And it's a topic that's come up as a, again privately a lot, talking to different people of different cultures, having lived in different places. But in particularly also in my coaching practice with people um, having different backgrounds, having different you know cultural backgrounds, coming from different places, but also. Where are, where is our like, career path and what is the career, like the, the structure around careers in our uh, today's society? So more specifically, what I want to go into is how having an, uh, a diverse career experience, your past, is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, and the reason why I'm saying that is, let me, let me precursor a bit. When I talk to people, especially who have been bouncing around in different 
job titles, different industries, different careers. I'm often met with this fear, um, insecurity, lack of confidence in like their next steps and what they should achieve, should, emphasis and should achieve with their career or what they should do next because they feel a little bit lost and they don't have a specific path. And I've been a victim of this myself, and which is why I, I resonate with it so well. Um, so I can let me back up and explain my, my background. So as mentioned, I'm from Denmark, born and raised in Copenhagen, spent the first 20 year plus years or so there. And I had like a little stint in, in living in Paris. And then I spent half a year living in Hong Kong, doing part of my bachelor degrees and I moved to London in 10, 2010 to pursue my master's. Um, and my work experience until then had been um, started as a waiter, bartender kind of thing for a number of years, moved into some marketing-ish advertising, more marketing production work for an agency um, started my own freelance design, photography, retouch, uh, went back to school, was, I did my, my bachelor's from, I did that in business administration and service management. Like it was one of those safe choices. I wasn't really sure what to do, but it's great school. It's free in Denmark. So less concern about that part. And I did the Hong Kong part as a, because again, a free opportunity from the Danish educational system to kind of expand your horizon in terms of culture and, and diversity and different different topics in educational matter. And as I said, I moved to London because I did my master's and I started working in organizational design. It was a company um, called Hyper Island and they had a school element to it, but I was working on the so-called executive side where we work with in particular agencies and um, CPMG brands, which is um, companies like Unilever, P&G, Johnson & Johnson, um, Nestle. And we were trying to help them understand how the world is changing, how you adapt to, to change. Anyway, so already there is some diversity in my background, like been in like advertising over to like bartending, over to freelance design, over, over to... Um, education is in, in very different, like my master's was in uh, applied imagination into creative industries, which is a weird title in itself. And actually, it's a great topic to as a conversation opener. But what it ultimately was, was uh, design studies, like iteration, feedback, prototyping kind of mentality. And then, as I say, was in London for a bit, moved to New York, got a job in advertising, went in when people and then I switch well then I switch over to more account product side of things at a design engineering firm and now I'm, I'm a coach and when people when I was looking for a job before becoming a coach I was in a space of not really knowing what to do next and so I had that perspective of like oh let me just you know find something that sounds interesting and just apply for it and what I was hit with over and over again was this um, 
rejection or lack of understanding. So the, the few times I got through in terms of a, a connection or a resume or something, it's just people were like, well, you've been doing a lot of different things with this, you know, sound of skepticism. And I was, and I was always a bit baffled by it at first. I was like, yeah, this allows me do like allows me to understand more perspectives this allows me to understand more culture perspectives I mean, the, the jobs I was searching were looking for were a lot in the agency tech-ish world and like product world so I saw it as a benefit understanding a lot more cultures and perspectives and having a lot more compassion and empathy in the way I approach my work but when I was interviewing people just didn't see the lineage in my, my career and my resume and as an example, like if you look at a, a classic design or engineering experience, like career, it goes from like, you know junior designer, designer, senior designer, ACD, CD, ECD, global CD. It's like there's a very predictive path. And I realized if I didn't fit into a path, people didn't understood, understand what they could do with my skills or my experience. So at some point, you know, I found my coaching call and in, in then practice by, by talking to other coaches and people um, and separate from that. So I learned how to emphasize these strengths in my diversity. So full circle now that I work with people who have similar paths and they're kind of, they're not sure what to do next. And if they are even sure what to do next, they feel this fear of lack of recognition to have this insecurity around like if they present themselves they don't show a strong past in this lineage getting into this role and most of the time it's true they will be just passed over because when a recruiter is reading hundreds of resumes for each role they just have to skim through everything and if they don't see the, like, you know, they're biased as well like if they don't see exactly what they're looking for to just dismiss it and that has you know there's some resumes you can immediately dismiss there's always like that this is not going to be a fit but a lot of talents missed out on by lack of resources like lack of time we have to go through x hundred resumes for this one role like how are we going to do this efficiently without fine combing every single SMA and I think I mean there's a lot of AI now trying to be more smart about it but you know in our AI we're biased as well depending on who's building it um, and a lot of people talk about video resumes which just is a whole different unconscious bias element to it um, and remote during COVID which has exploded obviously has also its own traps and but also has a set of opportunities to hire people who in the past wouldn't have been hired due to logistics locations or just introvertness and other personality traits but so coming back to you know when I talk to different clients about their experience in their past I'm always trying to understand why they did the different choices. Like, why did you take this job? Why, like, what was it? What's the appealing? Because what I always believe in, again, I identify my own path is like, regardless of what you did, bartending to creative director to 
know, whatever you want. There's always a red thread of interest. There's always a value people have aligned with. For me, it was connecting with people. And as a bartender or as a waiter, you connect with a lot of people. You learn about people. When I was a freelance designer, I was connecting with a lot of different people into production from photographers to clients to print houses to everything. And I really got connected and and learn to understand how different industries work. Advertising as well worked on a um, when I was in kind of marketing advertising in Denmark. I worked with like like a global team in our office in Copenhagen. So we had people from I think eighteen different countries, and it was just a way for me to connect with other perspectives. And that continued obviously over the years. So that's always been my driver. And now as a coach, like still there, I get to connect with so many different types of personalities, cultures, like where they are in their life. And so how I show up, like how I connect with these people is like understanding what is their, what is their passion? What is it about these different decisions they took that really excited them? And then reframing it. So when they're talking to people, so when they're looking for jobs, when they are trying to reach out in a network, it's like, what are you really trying to sell in yourself? What are you really trying to bring out? And what are you seeking to find in this job? Like, reframe it also as, why does this company deserve you? What is your contribution that they will be better off with? And what are you getting in return? And I was talking to um, a client of mine who had a similar-ish past as me and, and was like leveling up at a fairly senior level at an agency. And he wanted to, he wasn't sure how this past of different, um, having done this job before. It's like, how is he going to show up and be successful? And we, we, again, coming back to this reframing, we just talked like, well, what do you feel you're, you're giving to this company with your your experience with your different past like with your different career things and it came back to like understanding more of the people he's working with understanding the client's position better because most companies we work with nowadays doesn't have a single clientele they have a very diverse target group they have a, a lot of people and cultures and, and, and skills and personalities we need to adapt these to and then there's different priorities and roadmaps and whatnot, whatever. But how do you reframe that your contribution is making their company better off and you're getting something in return as well? And be very intentional and clear about those. Um, and it brings, again, coming back, it brings a level of confidence in like, yeah, I do understand my past has a purpose. And I know what I'm looking for. It becomes more clear on what you're, what you want to find. What type of companies foster this style of, of of work? Like, what are the things you're looking for in those interviews and in those job applications? What are the words? What are the framing of the things you need to be happy? Because if you're just looking for a job anywhere, it's like, well, there might be the need for that these days. Would would financial and that's a whole again another massive topic but in your search how do you really narrow in on finding something that that makes you happy that makes you 
productive, that makes you want to show up the next day. And you can only do that when you realize it's not only what the company needs from you, but what you need from the company as well and how they will honor and foster your past of your expertise in what you do. And it might be easy to sit and talk about this and and, and just um, express it this way. But once we get into these sessions and coaching sessions, like there's a lot of work in this as well, right? Again, the, the research part of like, okay, what what are the values I possess personally? Like some deep work and like, how do I show up? What's my purpose? And then try to align that to a company. And again, there's no job that is 100% perfect, but if it's above 90%, then it's worth it. That's up to you, to the individual to make that decision, to be accountable to be responsible for that. Because if we're pushing that responsibility away and just say, oh, the company hired me, now they're they're in charge of my success. Well, then then we kind of misunderstood an element of like we gave our own power away. So, yeah, I think there's a bunch of exercises I use and just like one of them is just being identify your values and how those values show up in your life. Like what's a story, what's a person in your life? And this person can be a fictional or non-fictional relative or a friend. They, one of their actions really uh, resonated with you. And this is why this value is important to you. So really get deep on these, what is what are your values and how do they show up for you? Another being, again, list down all your jobs and all your passions, all your hobbies and everything and start figuring out like why was I so happy when doing this and why were I unhappy doing this? Um, really get clear on like what motivates you and what drains you, like what gives you energy and what takes energy and then find that red thread in the things that both gives and drains your energy. It becomes more clear what you have to look for it becomes clear more what are the words you want to be using, you want the company to be using to be more in alignment. Um, even for, as an example, like it, my wife and I wanted to, if we ever, you know, we're not moving anytime soon, we're, we're living up in Topanga in California. And, but we wanted to be intentional if we ever have to move again, like what would that look like? So we're making a spreadsheet and we're listing all the things we can think about that could be important or should be evaluated on, like proximity to airport, proximity to like nature, uh, flat place of land because we live up in the, up, up in the mountains, so that's a scarcity. Um, all these things, what are, what what's important, um, and then prioritize them. Like what is important and what is not important for us. Again, it gives us just a clear picture of what. It, it allows us to search with more clarity. And the same thing goes for jobs. Write down what is really important to you. If remote, I mean, again, COVID is in, in empowering that, but at some point it, might, it will go back for a lot of companies to office space. So if that's not a priority of yours, like write it down. Be intentional of what you're looking for. 
what does growth look like what does uh, learning what is a, what is their training budget how does do they support this diversity how are you interacting with other team members do they have like what's the time um i saw what was this? i saw a great question the other day on on a, a slack group i'm part of of how to reframe it um i'll come back to that i'll forget it right now but what are the things they're doing and how have they, how have companies dealt with different situations that are important to you? Because those are the questions you need to go in and have answered. Because if not, then you're going to end up disappointed. And then there's only one person to blame and that's yourself. And it's hard. It's hard to do that work. And that's why, you know, create an accountability team. Talk to a friend, talk to a person you know in that industry, talk to whoever is there for you, you know, you can count on. And someone who has some, maybe some domain expertise, just like tell them what you're trying to achieve and then schedule some time with them so you do this work and become more clear on what you're looking for. Because coming back to the original statement or the question that inspired us, um, Rainbow was... You know, diversity more than ever is important. It's more emphasized and it's more, there's more awareness to it. So if you have a diverse or, a, yeah, diverse experience, like lean into that. Understand why it's bringing you value and made, to, made you who you are. And why companies, individuals, whatever, really benefit from, from working with a person like you. Okay, so, yeah, that was my first little entry into this to this world. So um, I would appreciate any and all feedback. You can always write me um, on my website, Christian Cruz, that's K-R-I-S-T-I-N, Cruz, K-R-U-S-E dot com. And under more to it, there will be a little email or an episode. Um, but yeah, really appreciate your listening and yeah, enjoy your surroundings. Look up and take care of yourself. Thank you.